Hey, Pastor John Aiken here. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Faith Center podcast. We hope today's teaching will awaken and equip you to live out your God-given purpose. Enjoy. So um, this past week on Sunday, we had Arthur Manchus, um, who was uh, teaching, and he taught about the love of God, and and teaching on the love of God, I know, is one of his favorite things. He's a he's an adjunct teacher at, at Karis uh, Bible College, and um, and I thought he did a great job uh, unpacking, you know, the love of God, and just, you know, you can tell when somebody's teaching on a subject whether they, you know, have some experience with that revelation. And, you know, he does. He has a real experience with that. And so um, I really enjoyed it and uh, and really wish we could have just stayed, you know, in that moment a, a little bit longer. And that's kind of what I want to do this morning. I want to just keep going um, and stir us up in this thing about the love of God right now. And uh, because there's so many misunderstandings and people jump to one side or another and they, and they just miss some of the key things about the love of God. And the Bible teaches us to walk in love, teaches us to walk in faith, teaches us to walk in joy, teaches us to walk in the spirit, not in the flesh, teaches us to walk in love. So it's about our walk. You know, um, many times we talk about falling in love, but falling is an accident. Walking in love is intentional. And so we don't fall in love. God didn't fall in love with us and we don't fall in love with God. We walk in love. God walks in love to us and we walk in love with him. So I want to just go a little bit further. You can open your Bible to 1 John 4. We'll, we'll pick up where Arthur was speaking on some things and let's, let's just go a little further and, and stir us up uh, in this stuff. And um, so I'm going to put 10 minutes on the clock. Father, we just thank you for your love. We thank you that you walk in love towards us. And we thank you um, that you have demonstrated uh, your love. In Romans 5, 8, you've demonstrated your love uh, by dying on the cross while we were still sinners. So, Father, we will not question your love for us. We thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, so, 1 John 4, the whole chapter is good. whole chapter is amazing. But, you know, it talks about God as love. It walks through all kinds of stuff. Man, I could get distracted through this whole thing. Uh, but look at verse 10. Uh, he talked about verse 10 on Sunday. I'll just pick up a, a one, two, skip a few here on that. He said, in this is love. First John four ten. In this is love. Not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our Sins, meaning this atonement, the sacrifice, this um, he's the full payment, you know, for our sins. So, um, you know, so this is not about us loving God and then God is impressed with how we love him. And then in return, he loves us. See, love is never a reward. Love is not a wage. Love is a gift. It's a gift. It's not it's not a reward. That 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 you you receive after you've done something, and it's not a wage. It's not a, a payment. You don't earn it, you know, through your performance or through your work or through your effort. Um, that's that's not uh, um, that that's not what this thing is about. It's 
It's a gift that's given. It's a gift that's given. Now we have to steward that gift. We have to partner with that gift and walk in that gift, but it's a gift that's given. And then down, skip all the stuff, go down to verse 16. And we have known and believed the love that God has for us. God is love, and he who abides in love abides in God and God in him. I've taught on this verse numerous times. It's one of my favorite verses. Um, and it's that we, we, we talked about it on Sunday, knowing and believing, knowing and believing. So it's, it's walking in this reality of I know and believe in the love of God. I got to have knowledge about it. Got to have a, a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of God, the knowledge of his love um, that, 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 you know, is for me. Um, and I abide in that love and I stay in that love. I know it and I believe it. So everything God does is motivated by love. Everything he does is motivated by love. Now, that's a whole nother sermon to unpack a bunch of different stuff because some people see things about judgment and this, that in the Old Testament. And they they think, well, how can that be love? Well, it is love. You know, God had to bring judgment to to Egypt in order to set people free. Uh, and so the thing that's keeping them in bondage, he has to bring ju judgment in order to, okay, enough's enough. We're going to walk in freedom now. And and so, uh, but you always have to understand, looking at the Bible, Old Covenant, New Covenant, you have to read everything through a New Covenant perspective and, and seeing the, the fulfilled word and the finished work of Jesus Christ through his love. And then you skip over to verse 19. Again, just a quick recap. Um, we love him because he first loved us. Okay, that, that, that's it. It's, we didn't earn it. We don't deserve it. We love him in response, in a faith response, because he loved us. And faith works through love. So everything God does is motivated by love. Therefore, everything that the people of God do, where Christ is the Lord and Savior of their life, everything we do should be motivated by love. See, the fear of God actually operates in the love of God. And the love of God operates with the fear of God. And both of them operate in the grace of God. And, and, and so it's, it's we, we walk in love, motivated by love, obedience, motivated by love. It's not disobedience. Love, love and mercy and grace is never an empowerment for disobedience. It's never an excuse to just, well, God loves you, just, just keep living in sin. That's never, that's not what the Bible teaches. And that's not what Arthur was talking about. He's talking about God loves you, and now you can walk in this love relationship with him that actually empowers obedience. So look in 1 John 5. Let's just, let's just keep going. 1 John 5, uh, verse 1. Whoever believes that Jesus is the Christ is born of God, uh, and everyone who loves him who begot also loves him who is begotten of him. By this we know that we love the children of God. When we love God... And keep his commandments for this is the love of God. Okay, watch it. This is the love of God. That we keep his commandments and his commandments are not burdensome. So the love of God is demonstrated through action. Jesus demonstrated his love by obeying his father to go to a cross on our behalf. Jesus demonstrated the love that he had. Now, the demonstration didn't create the love. The demonstration revealed the love. 
In the same way with our obedience, we don't obey in order to be loved by God. We are loved by God even if we disobey. So the issue is not, does God love us? Yes, he loves us. But hell will be filled with people that Jesus loves. And so the reality is he loves us. And, in, and his, this invitation, his love is, a, is, is an invitation for us to love him and be in relationship with him, to be in covenant relationship with him and walk in this love. And as we walk in this love, we keep his commandments. And if you flip over to John chapter uh, 15, uh, this is, again, one of my favorite sections. I love I love this. It says and it also says these commandments, when we love God and keep his commandments, it's keeping his commandments with a with a motivation of love. And these commandments are not burdensome to us. It's not like, oh, gosh, I've got to love God today. Oh, I just I really don't want to. I really want to sin and I really want to go do what I want to do. But, oh, gosh, I have to love God. It's burdensome or maybe the fear of God. Oh, I've got to love God or I'm going to be punished or God's not going to love me. No, God loves you. And if you love God, you keep his commandments. Because he's empowered you to do that. He's fulfilled the law. His, his grace has empowered you uh, to walk in obedience. Um, and so John 15, Jesus is talking. John chapter 15, verse 9 and 10. Anybody who's been around Faith Center for a little bit, you've, been, you know, you, you've heard me teach about this. Um, and if you haven't, and this is new to you, mm, you ain't been paying attention. Um, verse 9 and 10. As the Father loved me, this is Jesus, words in red. As the Father loved me, I also have loved you. Abide in my love. So walk in love, abide in love, remain in love. How do we remain, abide, and walk in God's love? He loves us, but how do we walk in that love? How do we participate in that love? Here we go. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. Jesus is our example and he's the Christ who lives inside of us, the the king who lives inside of us. And he his love and his life, his righteousness, his peace, his joy, his holiness, his purity empowers us. His grace empowers us to deny ungodliness and 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 lustful things and to walk in the love of God by keeping his commandments. We that's Shema, it's Deuteronomy 6. It's the great commandment. It's it's hearing God, loving God with all our heart, with all our soul, with all our mind, with all our strength and loving our neighbor as ourselves. Meaning loving our neighbor with the same love that God has loved me with. And it's it's this in Empowerment for obedience, not performance. It's not our obedience unlocks things because we partner and we're walking in what God has for us, but it doesn't cause us to earn stuff. Uh, Jesus has paid the price. Jesus has fulfilled the work and finished the work. Um, You know, and so then look at Ephesians 5. I'll look at Ephesians 5 and we'll just end on Ephesians 5. Um, let's see, Ephesians chapter five, and I'm just going to read this to you and you can, you can wrestle with God on this one if you want to. 
Ephesians 5 verse 1, therefore be imitators. That means, that means be following or emulators, be following the example of God. Be imitators of God as dear children and walk in love as Christ has also loved us and given himself for us an offering and a sacrifice. There's my timer, but I'm going to finish this verse. A sacrifice of God for a sweet smelling aroma. But fornication, that's sex before marriage, and all uncleanliness and covetousness, let it not even be named among you as is fitting for the saints. Neither filthiness, nor foolish talking, nor coarse jesting, which are not fitting, but rather giving of thanks. For this you know, that no fornicator, unclean person, or covetous man who is an idolater has any inheritance in the, in the kingdom of Christ, of God. And let no one deceive you with empty words, for because of these things, the wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience. Therefore, be partakers with them. And you can keep, just keep going. So, so walking in love. Jesus loves you. And while we were still sinners, he died. He's not angry with you. He's not mad at you. He's not wrestling with what is he going to do with you. He loves you. He made a decision to love you and he's not going to change his mind. So now the decision is up to you. Will you walk in love towards God? And if you want to walk in love towards God, that means you don't do something to earn God's love. You don't, you can't, you don't, Love is not a reward and love is not a wage. Love is a gift. And now that he's given you the gift of love when you and I did not and do not and, and will never deserve it. Uh, now that love empowers us to love him in return and walk in obedience and walk in worship. And the highest form of worship is obedience. And now we are empowered to keep his commandments, that we hear him and we're in relationship with him. We hear God. Uh, and then out of that hearing and that knowing and that relationship with God uh, of having a Shema heart and hearing him, now we love him uh, with obedience and keep his commandments. But just the sad fact is most church people, when you hear the phrase, keep his commandments, you think it's about your power. You think it's about your strength. It's not about your power. It's not about your strength. It is about your will. It is about what do you want? Do you want to love God? Do you want to? Do you want to love God with all your heart, soul, mind and strength? Then God has empowered you to do that through his love. But if you don't, it's going to hinder your relationship with God. So my encouragement is you to read over all these scriptures, go back over the sermon that Arthur did and go through some of these scriptures and there's even more and walk in love and let love be the motivating factor to say no to sin, no to flesh, no to self, no to greed, no to all that stuff and to say yes to obedience motivated by love and just walk in love and let that just transform your life as you as you walk in the love of God and you overflow into other with the love of God to other people. Um, and so anyways, so Father, in Jesus name, we thank you that even when you confront us and correct us about the changes in our life, you do it from a place of love. So in the day of judgment, we will have boldness not only because your judgments are true and righteous, but because you love us. You love us. You love us. And we thank you, Lord, that you will never act in unloving ways towards us. 
because you've made a covenant decision to love us. And so we walk in love back to you. And we pray that your love just continues to motivate obedience in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, love you guys. Can't wait to see you Sunday. Thanks again for listening to the Faith Center podcast. To connect with us, go to faithcenter.tv and fill out our connection card. We pray blessings over you and your family. We'll see you next time.